Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Time now for a daily tech and business report. And today we're joined by Bloomberg News reporter Ryan Bean. The push for green energy has the demand for wind wind energy growing, but it comes as more problems appear to be affecting some of the newer turbines. So, Ryan, what kind of problems are we talking about? Hi there. Uh, well, we've seen a few things. We've seen every, everything from you know some component failures, uh, all the way to uh, uh, collapsed wind turbines. Uh, you know, there've been an, uh, a number of cases in the U.S. and Europe that we looked at for this story, and uh, you know, we've started to see these technical problems broadly defined as. Uh, it, it, they're showing up on these manufacturer balance sheets in the form of uh, charges and additional costs. Um, you know, we have seen the wind power industry grow dramatically over the last decade plus or so, um, and these manufacturers appear to be just essentially having growing pains with some of these newer technologies. And what are the manufacturers saying? And by the way, is it happening like one out of ten of these turbines or every other one? How bad sure. is it? Yeah, it's it's really tough to know, uh, to, to, to have a really complete picture because there is no sort of comprehensive industry-wide database uh, that monitors uh, you know, the number of, of failures or component breakdowns or turbine collapses um, in a publicly accessible way. So it's tough for us on the outside, you know, not working at these companies to really have a, a, a clear, comprehensive view of it. Um, I will say that uh, it, it appears to still be a pretty rare thing for a turbine to fall down. So if, it, you know, for your listeners who are you know, living in communities where there are wind turbines up, it's not, it's not an immediate cause for concern, unless you're the manufacturer, because these failures are costing them quite a bit of money at the moment. Are there any countries uh, in other parts of the world where the wind turbines are working just fine and have been working? It seems that, you know, that for the most part, again, I want to be clear, uh, for the most part, these turbines do work, but they are going in in larger numbers. They are going in places where they've never gone before, and they're being built at factories at higher rates than they've been built in the past. Um, So there's... Uh, some technical problems that are coming along with it. We've seen failures in Europe. We've seen failures in the U.S. Um, uh, just just last year, there was an offshore turbine that lost uh, uh, some of their blades into the sea, off the uh, I believe it was off the coast of England, and you know they had to you know request to you know slow down maritime traffic around that particular turbine for a brief period of time. So you know, these companies are trying to to deal with it while also trying to to grow and improve their quality going forward. So what could this mean for long-term future of wind energy? So far, this doesn't appear to be sort of any kind of a, an existential or major threat to the longer-term you know, growth of, of wind energy. It's costing manufacturers and insurers a, 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 a pretty, pretty good amount of money right now to try to address these, these, these fixes and with repairs and, and product redesigns and the like. But uh, you know, if you look at the projections that go out to 2030 or 2050, um, it, there's no real sign that that, that wind power and wind installations will be you know, slowing down or, or, or falling off a cliff or anything like that anytime soon. 
All right, Ryan, thank you so much for the update on the uh, turbines there. That's Bloomberg News reporter Ryan Bean. You can hear our tech and business report weekdays at 12.30 p.m. on KCBS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.